sisters, I hope this day finds you well. In this segment, what I want to discuss is weighing the benefit to risk ratio objectively. And by objectively, I mean looking at the data and really assessing based on that. We can look at history as well, but we really need to factor in the data. Okay, it's really easy to get confused when they say, you know, follow the science and I'm about following science not the science that now that whole term has now been hijacked and it means follow the people that we've chosen that and we've chosen them because they support our agenda and we need to follow them right and that's not science so when you follow science you follow all of the data and you look at it objectively and you look at it more the most important part is you look at it with doubt you must doubt everything, right? That's the foundation of science. That's how we scratch out the truth is we need to doubt, all right? So this is in regards to, when I say weighing the benefit risk, this is in regards to us now, you know, with this, this mass campaign to inoculate our children. And then we, we see what happened in California. We're now mandating it. And so I wonder where this push comes from. I mean, it's, it's it's odd and definitely weird that there's such a full court press to have people inoculated anyway, right? Like that just seems really, really weird. All of this force and all of this shame and coercion and blackmail and holding people's jobs hostage and medical treatment hostage and whatnot. That That's weird in and of itself because we haven't done that historically at all. So that's weird. <laughs> so, but when you look at, at children, Check this out. This is what I'm saying, looking at the data. So this is from the CDC. This is a provisional CDC deaths by age and sex. So we go down here and this is up to date as of October 6th of this year. And it started uh, January 1st of last year. And we look at over here, one to four years old, in the last 19 months, there's been 60 COVID fatalities from one to four year old. From 15 to 14 year olds, it's been 161 in 19 months. Now, to put that in perspective, in this category right over here, it's pneumonia. So between one and four years, pneumonia has been 206, so significantly more than 60, right? And then between five and 14 years, it's been 294, as opposed to 161 from COVID, 294 from pneumonia. And then let's just look at school age. Let's go zero to 17 years, which is right here. You're looking at 499 fatalities in the last 19 months, but pneumonia is at 1,010. So just a little over double. So then, you know, when I look at it like that and I'm really assessing the risk based on that, it seems like pneumonia is a higher risk for these age groups than COVID is based on the CDC data. That's, I'm just going to put what the data is saying. So then it leads to the question, why, why mandate it for one, right? And then why are we pushing for it at all? doesn't make sense to me. And then when you look at things like this happening here, check this out. So this just happened in California where we have a 15 year old after the second shot found in the morning in his bedroom deceased. I can't even imagine what that was like for, for the mother of this child, right? I can't even imagine. Now I'm going risk to benefit. 
I'm not saying that this is something that's going that's going to become significant, uh, statistically significant moving forward, but I'm also I also can't say that it isn't. As we begin to inoculate more and more children, you want to wait to see if these cases rise. If occurrences like this rise, these are our children. There's two things that we need in order to have a prosperous society. We need to never ever sacrifice the many for the few, and we never ever sacrifice the youth for the old. We never do those two things. We, we've always understood that if we want to survive as a species, we can't do those things. And that seems to be thrown completely out the window now. And, I'll, and I'll, I'll offer this link so you can read this article. It goes through the autopsy. It goes through all kinds of, uh, of info. It's very, very well put together. And it's something that needs to be considered when you look at the fatality rate for these age groups that are in like the 0.00s. And this is a possible risk. This is a possible risk right here. So... By the, day, by the data, we should be more, more afraid of pneumonia, right? And then let's further put it in perspective. And this is the, the Johns Hopkins COVID map. Let's just look at the total numbers um, as of, I believe, uh, October 5th. So this is for the US only. So if you go here in this, this line uh, graph here in the lower right side, this has confirmed cases. So we have confirmed cases at 43.9 million. 43.9 million, let's just call it 44. So 44 million confirmed cases. Right? This is total since this all began, since they started tracking. Now let's look at deaths. COVID fatalities are at 705,000, 705.2 thousand to be exact, according to this. So 44 million cases, 705,000 fatalities. So that means how many have recovered? If you do that subtraction? What are we doing? What are we doing? Honestly, because we have that many people recovered and that's just since this all started, all age groups. What are we doing? Are we really weighing the risk benefit ratio objectively? Are we really looking at the data and going, hmm, okay. Well, my actual risk based on my age group and based on my health is this. And then deciding accordingly. And then definitely when it comes to children, their risk is significantly less than, like they say, me at 46. My son at 11 years old is significantly less, less fatality rate than, than people in my age group based on the data. So I have to take that into account. And to have somebody from the outside come in and, and try to mandate and force me, take, take that risk assessment out of my hands for my family and my children, like they know better than me, like it's in my best interest. How is it in my best interest? It's in my best interest to lead my own family and to raise my own family. That's what, what's in my best interest. And that's what's in society's best interest is that we raise our own families. So I'm asking you guys to just really look at the data. Shut off mainstream media. You look at the data yourself. I'll provide these three links 
the article, the map, and, and, and the CDC uh, graph here. I'll provide it for you. Save them and, and I want you to go to them regularly and look because they update them very, very well. It's really, 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 really good information. And then as far as I'm concerned with regards to, to this here, as far as I'm concerned, Governor Newsom might as well have killed this child himself. He did this as far as I'm concerned by holding education hostage. You understand that if these children don't get this shot, they, they can't play sports. They can't be involved in school activities, dances. That means no junior prom, no senior prom. I mean, it's all out the window. All under, the, all under the, the guise of for the greater good and welfare. They don't care about these children. He doesn't care about these children. You don't hold education and all these activities that, that, are, that are, are life altering memories for all of us. You don't take that away unless, unless you bow down and obey. That's not what a leader does. That's what a dictator does. That's not what a leader does. So as far as I'm concerned, he has blood on his hands and I guarantee he's not gonna lose sleep over this at all. He's just gonna make another reservation at the French Laundry and go grab a bite to eat. So what I'm asking you guys to do is to weigh the benefit ratio, the benefit risk ratio based on objective data, not based on on stories, not even based on, I, I, I put up this article just so you can see that it's, it, 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 excuse me, that it is actually happening, right? That there are fatalities in children from, from what's going on, but I still want you to look at the data. And if you look at it and you assess it based on, you know, objectively, and you just still decide to move forward, then that is, you are free to do so. And I support you having that liberty but I will never support removing that liberty and removing that choice simply because a person, simply because you disagree with what, with how a person exercises their liberty, exercises their, their freedom of choice. You don't get to just take that away. That's not America. That's not a free society. You don't get to do that. But please look at the data, assess the risk for yourself, assess the benefits, and then of course make decisions accordingly and then stand by it. Because if we're moving in the darkness, the best way to get through is to channel the light. You guys be well.